My stomach calmed down a bit as Mrs. Brisbane pulled her car into a parking space. Now, what about these changes? I asked, but it came out as squeak, 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 as usual. It's good to shake things up once in a while, Humphrey, Mrs. Brisbane assured me as she opened the car door. You'll see. I was already shaken up from the bumpy ride. Then a blast of icy wind made me shiver, and I couldn't see a thing because Mrs. Brisbane had thrown a wool scarf over my cage. I didn't mind, as long as I was on the way back to my classroom, where I'd see all my friends again. Just thinking about them gave me a warm feeling. Or maybe it was the heat from the school furnace as we walked in the front door. Hi, Sue, are we on for today? A familiar voice called out. I couldn't see Miss Loomis, but I recognized her voice. Miss Loomis taught a class down the hall. She was also Mrs. Brisbane's friend. Sure, Angie. How about after morning recess? See you then, said Miss Loomis. Finally, Mrs. Brisbane set my cage down in room 26 and removed the scarf. When she did, I was in for a shock. Something unsqueakable had happened to my classroom. For one thing, the tables faced the wrong direction. They used to point toward the front of the room. Now they were sideways. Instead of being arranged in neat rows like before, the tables were clumped together in groups. Mrs. Brisbane's desk had moved to the corner of the room. Pictures of people I'd never seen before replaced the happy snowmen that had covered the bulletin board in December. I was so dizzy from all the changes, I didn't notice the room filling up until lower your voice A.J. yelled, Hiya, Humphrey, as he came out of the cloakroom. Soon, my other friends stopped by to say hello. Did you have a good vacation? asked Miranda Golden. Miranda is an almost perfect human. That's why I think of her as Golden Miranda. My mother says to tell you hi, speak up, Saya said in her sweet, soft voice. Hey, Humphrey Dumpty, Garth shouted. That made Gail snicker, but I didn't mind. She laughed at everything. At that moment, the bell rang. Class, look for your names and please take your seats now, Mrs. Brisbane said. There was a lot of thumping and bumping as my classmates located their new seats. Now I had a better view of some of the students who used to sit on the opposite side of the room, like Don't Complain Mandy Payne, Sit Still Seth Stevenson, and I Heard That Kirk Chen. Maybe it is good to shake things up once in a while. Then I noticed something odd. There was a stranger in room 26, sitting near Saya, Gale, and Kirk. Mrs. Brisbane, she doesn't belong here, I squeaked out loud. She's in the wrong room. Maybe Mrs. Brisbane didn't hear me. Class, as you can see, we're making some changes this year, and one of our changes is our brand new pupil, the teacher announced. Come here, Tabitha. The new girl seemed scared, scared, scared as she got up and stood next to Mrs. Brisbane. This is Tabitha Clark, and I want you all to welcome her. Tabitha, why don't you tell us something about yourself? The new girl looked down and shook her head. Mrs. Brisbane quickly turned back to the class. We'll do that later. Now, who would like to be in charge of showing Tabitha around today? Me, a voice called out. Of course, it was Raise Your Hand, Heidi Hopper, who always forgets to raise her hand. Hands, please, Heidi. I think Mandy had her hand up first. Mandy, you will be Tabitha's buddy. I expect each of you to introduce yourself to Tabitha and include her in your activities. She turned to the girl. I know you'll make a lot of good friends in room 26. You may sit down now. The girl kept staring down at the floor as she returned to her seat. She looked as if she needed a friend. 
I was so busy watching her, I only half listened to what Mrs. Brisbane was saying. Was she really talking about poultry? After all, this is Longfellow School, she said, and as I hope you know, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow was a famous American poet. Poetry! Nothing to do with chickens or turkeys, thank goodness. I have to admit I'm a little scared of things with feathers ever since my early days at Petorama. I still have nightmares about the day a large green parrot escaped and flung himself at my cage, screeching, Yum, yum, time to eat, Bog! He was still shrieking as Carl the store clerk carried him away. That unpleasant memory was interrupted when someone blurted, I'm a poet and I don't know it. My feet show it. They're Longfellows. I heard that, Kirk, said Mrs. Brisbane. Now, as I was saying, much of this term will be spent reading and writing poetry. The groans were loud. I guess some people are afraid of poetry, even without feathers.